Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Week nine at the Drew League, and it was all about the NBA pros. We have all the highlights, all the details, and a little begging up next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Get hype. We're back. Week nine of the Drew League. Me with no voice. I'm Jill Monroe <laughs> with the sexy deep voice or something like that. I don't know. You can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill to my left. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me everywhere at okay. Josh <laughs> underscore Rodriguez <laughs> underscore Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, all that, all that good stuff. D'Angelo. Yeah. Hit, me up, hit me up, guys, on Twitter at D'Angelo TV, at D'Angelo on Instagram. I miss you guys. I miss you too, I know. What? Like, I, I, let's never go this long without seeing each other again. It, it doesn't really work. Let's, no. let's put it in right now. I know. Here, let's, so. let's, put it, let's put it on the Drew. No, One, no, two, two, three, on Drew. <laughs> I'm not committal. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, week nine in the Drew, weeks eight and nine, actually, because we weren't here last week. Yeah. I know you missed us so much. So much. But we're here to talk about the two weeks, and the story of the last two weeks has undoubtedly been the pros showing out. It's the end of July. It's not an Olympic year, so the pros are descending on the Drew League. We have seen... Lou Will, it was really a Houston Rockets fest. We've seen a lot of them show up. So there's Lou Will, CP3 on the sideline, James Harden. We saw Andre Drummond of the Detroit Pistons, Stanley Stanley Johnson, Pistons. Stanley Johnson. Swaggy P. Swaggy P, as usual. Frank the Tank. Frank Kaminsky. Montreux. Montreux. Yeah, Rocket. Yeah. So, I mean. Well, he's a Clipper now. He got traded. Oh, that's, oh, that's right. right. That's right. Oh, Lou is in, on the Lakers now, too. So, oh, that's. No, yeah. he's on the Clippers now. So, oh, Clippers. that's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah, yeah. about a that. A lot of people involved in that trade. Yeah. yeah. They just decided so, to come to the Drew League. You know, and show out. We had DeLon Wright from the Toronto right. Raptors. Um, yeah. So, a lot of pros, of course. Each week, there's been a pro that has been the player of the week. Last week, it was Lou Williams. He went for 50 in his first debut appearance at the Drew League. That's what you do. Listen, sweet Lou. Um, <laughs> we want to see you do that with the Clippers. It's a lot easier to do it against Drew League talent. Nothing against the Drew League, but this is not the pros right now. <laughs> right, it's not. So, But we need some of that firepower with the Clippers because the Clippers yeah, are going to be do. a little different. A little bit. I like the Clippers still. I'm not going to lie. I don't think they're bad. At point guard they got from Europe, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try to pronounce it. But if you watch highlights of him, he's ridiculous. He's probably the best pa- passer to enter the league in a long time. I know Lonzo looks good right now, but this guy is really good. And, you know, they got a lot. For CP3, it's not like they didn't get anybody for him. I, I mean, I know, That'd but be just... good as long as Blake Griffin doesn't get hurt. Oh wait, what? <laughs> get hurt. So D'Angelo, what are you saying? They're gonna be bad. Uh, I mean, I think they'll be good as long as Blake Griffin stays healthy. All right. Yeah. So, so sorry, and, I know your Clippers are. Uh, I, you know, a, that's a that's spot. that's. A I bring that up with you. Spot. It's like bringing up the Knicks with him. It's just like that's the end of the show. Soft spot. <laughs> He's going to go on. Yeah, it turns into me ranting. (laughs) So we're going to pause on that. We might have a conversation about that because you might be getting a gift, allegedly. So we're going to talk about that later. You know, just, yeah. So Lou Williams went for 50 
on right. LA Unified. They are surging as of late. One of the teams that we are looking forward to seeing in the playoffs. You know, this is the final league week, um, the final week of the league coming up week ten. So playoff positioning is so so very important. But is it though? Here's the thing, because a lot of these uh, teams didn't have these pro players throughout the season. So now you get these pro players in the playoffs, and you're just a completely different team. As long as you're in the playoffs, does it really matter? You gotta like, make is the, the one seed really a one seed in this? I, I would agree with you on that. The seeding probably... Well, it might, because you might play a team right. that just has a lot of firepower, and you don't have anything, and your strength is, like, bullying people out the paint or something mm-hmm. like that. Right. So I think that, it, you know, matchups can matter, but you don't really know who you're going to play necessarily right. on right. any given night. So it's kind of like, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> that, <We're yeah>. here. <laughs> you know, guess who's playing tonight? <laughs> oh, it's James Harden. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Andre Drummond made his debut last weekend as well. He played for BB um, 4L. They had two games last weekend. I just want to say how hilarious it is to watch him try to be a guard. And, like, be successful at it, too, because, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You know, in the NBA, he's a big man. He kind of stays in the paint. But in the Drew League, he was kind of like dribbling and trying to make plays and stuff. And he was doing it. And it was it was kind of funny to watch. But don't you think in 2017 basketball over the past couple of years that the big man role obviously has changed a great deal. And mm-hmm. now all big guys want to be able to handle the rock a little bit and right. then pull the ball out to the three and shoot jays. Like, they yeah, aren't really they interested w- in traditional but, but big we, man stuff. But we haven't seen that from him with his time in the NBA, so I didn't even think he can do half of the things that he can do. But, but he's I'm, he's an NBA athlete, and yeah. he's actually one of the better players in the NBA, so it doesn't really surprise me, but it was just, I was laughing watching the highlights. Like, I was like, are you serious right I now? mean, I guess he can just get loose. He can do what he wants, right? Yeah, why not? Who gonna check me, boo, right? right? <laughs> Who's gonna check me? Um, So let's check out the highlights from week nine. Right. We have those, so check a look. Well, we have, we have Harden highlights, and oh. we have, well, yeah, let's go to the Harden highlights before we do the crippled... Uh, Clipper Daryl. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so. so I just have James Harden highlights because he basically. This is right. Oh, no, that's Clipper Daryl. Well, what, what you're seeing now is Clipper Daryl right. begging CP3 who <laughs> was on the sidelines to come back. He's pledging his love and allegiance. What do you think CP3's thinking right here? I think he's thinking it's great. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he was laughing. I, he loved it. He's with his son. Yeah. I mean, James Harden cocked back. Harden that was security. Like, I think it was great. And then I he think went over to dap him up, and like yeah. CP3 dapped him up or whatever. So it was I, also, I feel like that's a great moment for the fans that were there, too, because that's yeah. probably how a lot of them feel. Yeah. And, you know, it's a way of showing appreciation for what Chris Paul did while he was here with mm. the Clippers. Best player in franchise history. No but, you know, didn't mean that much. No, it didn't, but he still Never the best. got out of the second round. This is from a Clipper fan. I never thought Chris Paul deserved a statue, but... He deserves his jersey to be retired. No you doubt. think so? As a Clipper, I absolutely. Mean, He's the best player that franchise ever. has ever seen. The most You're not going to retire his jersey. She needs a couple yeah, of years. Right. She's still recovering. It's okay. I, I just, the breakup I, is fresh. Yeah, it's yeah, fresh. Yeah, the yeah. This wounds, is what it is. I, I feel you. I feel you. He was the best player. I know that injuries played a big role in what happened with the Clippers, but I also feel like... 
the collapses stick out because oh, yeah. they were so um that three one to Houston, the fact that they never got out of the second round, that's right. huge to me. Well, well you're right. Huge. My, huge. my thing with the Clippers, the one year, the three one year was the worst year because I legitimately think they could have made the finals that year. Mm-hmm. That was the first year the it's Warriors heartbreaking. That was the first year the Warriors won their championship and I think they were still kind of vulnerable. And I think the way the Clippers were playing basketball going into game five of that series, they looked like the best team in the West. Mm-hmm. Like if they would have closed out the Rockets in five, beat them by 20, however much they were up, I think a lot of people would have thought, wow, they can probably beat this Warriors team. And I think they would have had a legitimate shot. Don't know if they would have done it, but they would have, they would have had a legitimate shot. You know, LeBron without Kyrie, LeBron without Kevin Love, who knows what could happen in the NBA Finals. That team could have won the and NBA And they finals. were good that year. They were cruising. Yeah. And that's also at the height of the Clippers-Warriors rivalry. And yeah. that's yeah. what broke it. After that, it was just like, <laughs> was it. womp, yeah. womp, yeah. womp. Yeah. So, sad time. So, I, I mean, I thought it was really cute. I enjoyed it. I even liked that James Harden got in on it. It, it. You know, it was like one of those, like, celebrity game moments. It reminded me kind of, like, Clipper deal, like the Harlem Globetrotters, where they come and throw glitter. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Just like a I lovable. Felt. He's the mascot of the Clippers. I know it's Chuck Condor, but really, it's Clipper Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> Think about That's it. That's his name, Chuck? The, the Clippers mascot? Yeah. yeah, Chuck, because I feel like Converse, I believe Converse endorses it. Yeah. So, you know, Chuck Taylor's, Chuck the Condor. Yeah. Does Clipper Dow make, make uh, appearances at the Drew League, or is this like a one-time thing? Knowing no, that he al- no, he always, he comes out right, quite so a I bit. I haven't seen him this year. Well, you know, now that the pros are there, right. everybody Popping tends to, nice. the gym the is, crowd, the gym yes. is absolutely packed. So much hype. Yeah. It's great. It's I mean, great. you know, for free, you get to go and see NBA talent. It right. may not be NBA level competition, but NBA talent on the court, up close and personal, for free. And they care, they're, and, they're and they do care. Yeah, and Demar Derozan spazzes out some refs, so like that says everything. D'Angelo, who did you interview that said that they do it because uh, fans come out and this is like a cheaper way? All of them said oh, yeah, that. That's pretty much all. Yeah, yeah, I mean everybody that we. I mean, Darrell, I think Darrell, I think you're talking right, about Darrell. Darrell. Yeah. yeah, when he he oh, said yeah, it, like he like really highlighted it. And all of them say it's because they grew up there, like grew up there, and it just means a lot to the community. Yeah, so it's and then also getting the access that we have, we we literally stay on the baseline. For those who don't know, we kind of stay in the corner, and like you see kids like asking for autographs, and you know these Taking players pictures. are literally just walking by as mm-hmm. part of the crowd. They're not hidden. They're a part of the, the group, and people are taking pictures, signing autographs. It's a really friendly environment. And yeah. very respectful of the pros' time, yeah. too. They don't try and hold them up or just, you know, they just grab a picture or talk to them for right. a second. It's a great exchange. It, it, it really feels good. It's not pretentious. It it's not, you yeah, know, it's anything. So yeah, they do a really good job. Um, so let's check out those James Harden highlights. Yes, James Harden. I'm, I'm kind of mad that I, I couldn't attend this one. <laughs> He was in there doing what the beard does. It's too easy for him. I feel like he, he got, what, 25 and he didn't try. Like, and blocked the last shot of the game with yeah. 50, you know. I mean, so he good. better be able to get 25 without trying. <laughs> How nervous do you think this makes Mike D'Antoni to see him play in a league like this? I mean, well, this is... With Brandon Knight tearing his uh, ACL, ACL in a pro-am. Game, yeah, yeah, I guess I'd be scared too. It's always a risky run, but the reality is... These guys just, are going to run during... Yes, bow. okay. The defenders just stopped. They were, All right, well, Here's the thing. But didn't I'm it look like his else. lift was just mediocre? He doesn't even look he's trying. I, I know. This is, it's effortless. Right. And the Drew League is funny because sometimes it looks like the pros have such an easy time. And then there's other games where it looks like the pros are trying so hard, but there's nothing they could do because the competition is actually really fierce. That's not... We saw that with... We saw that with DeMar DeRozan and um, Nick Young a couple of weeks ago on MHP. They were playing hometown favorites, and 
Um, they didn't get an opportunity to come back. The hometown favorites had no pros on their team yeah. that day. Hey, talking trash to James Harden. Uh, I love it. Let's not ignore those shorts. Like, we got to talk about the short limb, James Harden. I don't want you to bring that back. Please yeah, stop. Supposedly doing the that. fans were talking a lot of trash to him. I wonder what they were saying. I mean, they talk trash. You're right there. Yeah, well, that's, that's part of the sport. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. That's just, part of being at a, you know. Look at this. Having a, a hard time like a little this. bit right there. A little bit. You kind of worry when you see him going down. But one thing I will say, he looks like he's in really good shape. For oh, you got to be the run down the Antonio system. <laughs> but, <I'm, laughs> but it's the off season. You yeah. know, some guys yeah. get can get lax in the off season. Maybe not work as hard. Right. I mean, that's, I feel like it's part of the reason why they come down too. It keeps them in shape a little bit. Yeah. Keeps you know. You, little you nice little, little run. Bit. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's trying in these clips. He really doesn't. So, so I mean, yeah, like some of the top stars, definitely even James Harden, like they they all come out. I think it's pretty. I think it's really dope yeah. uh, to see guys like that come out and compete. So yeah, thank you, Stephen. Stephen in the booth. Stephen holding us down. Yeah, making sure that all the visuals <laughs> oh, yeah. are in effect. Stephen shot that actually. Did he? You came down <laughs> yeah, on the low. Yeah, shot it live. Quietly and, for and us. It. If yep. you see a headshot with an after buzzer, Stephen. Yeah, Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to that. What? <laughs> Let's talk about the Rockets for a second because we yeah. didn't get to talk about this last week. They're now up for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, came out of the blue. Les Alexander, the owner, has Genius. been the owner for so long. He set the table. He locked down Dan Tony for years. He got um, a future Hall of Famer and Chris Paul to come in and steady the ship. Locked yeah, in, out. locked in James Harden, their star franchise player for a record deal. And has some nice pieces in place for them to be set up to basically shake and go for the next three or four years. Right. And people are wondering why he's selling. I I will tell you that I also heard he put four of his homes on the market in April. So no one knows really why. Uh It could just be, you know, the valuation of the um, franchise is going to be obviously way over a billion with all the sales now. This is why he's selling. You ready? They just traded for Chris Paul. There's never been more hype around the Houston Rockets than there is right now. And there never will be more high right, right. because they're not going to do anything with this team. True. So right now he's selling high. It's genius. You just got Chris Paul. You have James Harden coming off a potential MVP season, a great uh, season. D'Antoni's a fun coach. The team's a fun team to watch. There are legitimate expectations for they this team. They might get Carmelo Anthony. They might get Carmelo. So sell high. He's selling high. It's smart because when they lose in the second round of the playoffs next year, it's not going to be worth as much. Sure, indeed. How do you feel about it, D'Angelo? Do you think that it's just like <laughs> nothing bad? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that and who knows from a, you know, he could be trying to downsell some money situations for him too. But yeah. I think from a, from a, from the standpoint of the Rockets, I agree. This is the most, maybe the most they'll be worth like for a long time because yeah. the season hasn't started. So there's buzz. And I mean, again, they're, they're going to. James Harden's gonna choke. Chris Paul's gonna get hurt. You know? <laughs> but so, like for right now, I think it's a great, great opportunity. And so if they high. get Carmelo, oh my god! So high. As yeah. a player, though, do you feel? Do you think that they are having concerns because the team is for sale? And even though all of this is coming together, so. you think yeah. you know? Change if there. I was a player, I, I don't care. Yeah, their coach is there. The yeah. team is there. It's, right. If your coach I mean, is there, be a change even of the GM, you might have a relationship with the GM. Like LeBron had a relationship with David Griffin, and he was kind of upset when he left. Um, but the owner, not really. Actually, you know what? I'm a Nick fan. I can't say that because James <laughs> Dolan has completely ruined our franchise. So fair. Maybe it does. I mean, because you never know what type of ownership is going to come in and take over. Are you going to get an owner like Mark Cuban or, or James Dolan? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I mean, we've heard like uh, Dan Gilbert, yeah, Dakimbe right. Mutombo, and his ha- getting a team together to do it. So like maybe it'll be another former familiar face Rocket. So. And even with the Clippers, you had um, what's his name? Who Balmer? Before Balmer, Donald oh, Sterling. Sterling. Right. So yeah. you know maybe. Now that I'm actually thinking about that question, 
That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question, Joe. Good job. So, <laughs> good job, good job, good job. So um, there are more changes happening in the NBA next season since we didn't do our fan fashion segment. We do have a fashion segment that involves Nike. Mm-hmm. The new uniforms, Nike takes over from Adidas for the NBA uniforms next season, and they are doing away with home and away jerseys. They are calling the white typical home jerseys the association mm-hmm. editions. Then it's calling the white jerseys, go ahead. I mean, the <laughs> home white. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. sorry, the home white. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, he doesn't like that they're. <laughs> He doesn't like the cheesy yeah. name that they're giving them. But These are the associations. Yeah, give them a little and tonight, the Knicks are wearing their association jerseys. No, just, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, that's fine. There is an icon edition, which I'm assuming is your t- standard away version. Listen, Nike is all about Don't the story. Okay. Nike is all, no, really, Nike is all about the backstory. And right. as long as they're doing away with the jerseys, I'm happy. I hate the jerseys. <laughs> the jerseys oh, were the, jerseys. the most awful thing ever. Remember yeah. LeBron wanting to almost tear those he got off? Over it. And, um, I, you know what? I just I, I don't like. I we all grew up playing in t-shirts when we played basketball. Yeah, true. Like, I don't understand why is that big of a deal. I just they don't because I the really jerseys don't. were ugly because it was a t-shirt under a jersey, not melded all together Ugh, with a V-neck. It. Yeah, yeah, it's I not cute. It. And then there's the athlete's mindset, which is going to be something you know creatively inspired by the team, something. And then a community one, which right. is where you see I mean, things like great. you know where they have Latino Heritage Night or different things okay. for different teams. And the athlete's mindset can also be you know maybe um, a throwback or something like right. that. So um, we have a photo of like the silhouettes, not of the actual jerseys. We've seen a few, but so sounding like Josh, you're not feeling the concept. No, because I'm feeling the concept. Just the names, names are corny. Like you don't have to name the the white jersey, the association. Like just say the white I, jerseys. Yeah. Like, because they're trying the, to say. I'm telling you, Nike believes in. Yeah. Part of why they're so successful is that they Branding. create a legend in every piece. Everything has a the story to it. Cool. Everything yeah. comes together. Uh, the silhouettes are a little smaller. They're a little different from the Adidas jerseys. I I, I never like Adidas team apparel. It yeah. Doesn't work for me. So. I think. I mean. Uh, outside, of, I do I do agree with Justin. The names are a little like you know, but whatever. You gotta, yeah, you got to market and brand it. But I th- I like the concept that home teams probably won't have to wear white jerseys every time. Like I you know what I mean? Too, you get yeah. a lot of flexibility with jersey choosing and a lot of different colors. Obviously, fans have more stuff to buy. Like it's exactly. just it's a win win. I don't it's see a win for everybody. Yeah, yeah, I agree with the Angel. I love when the home team wears their colors. Yeah, I, I think it looks so good. I, and vice versa, when the road team wears white, I think it looks good too. I love it. So you like the switch oh, yeah, up? Yeah, I, I like the switch up, but I do like the the idea of wearing whatever you want to wear. That's cool yeah. because that's how you are in basketball. Like, well, I just feel like wearing black today. I feel like wearing blue. Like, yeah. So I, like I think, it. yeah. It's definitely, I don't see any cons from it except don't for the cheesy names. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Except, are you, do you like them? Are you, are you um, selling them? You know, some. Some of them? Some. <laughs> we got to see what the jerseys well, look yeah, like. Some of them are get out of control because some teams have some weird colors and or some weird ideas. And like the Knicks used to wear it in all orange jersey. And they never wanted it, by the way. But that's the Oh, the orange cream it. ones? Yeah. Ugh. I like those jerseys. Ugh. Knickerbockers. <laughs> it's like legendary and stuff. And orange there. is my favorite color, too. I don't like it as a uniform, though. Uh, it's kind of bright. Yeah, it's too bright. It's like a. Traffic cones. Or prison jumpsuits. <laughs> yeah, prison jumpsuits. One of the two, you yeah. know. So, all right. Now that we've talked about all the pros that were Drew League setting right. up for the playoffs this weekend, week 10, and of course, we're sure there's going to be more pros out. Also, shout out to Frank Nitty. For the past two weeks, his dunks have been incredible. Yeah. He plays on the same team with Rapper the Game, so Game has been showing out. I think that they yeah. are also highly in playoff contention, so... 
Um, last thing about the Drew League, August 2nd at Southwest College, it is the Drew League versus the Seattle Pro-Am, which Jamal Crawford, formerly of the Clippers, teardrop, teardrop, <laughs> teardrop. It's all right. Really sad about that. He's getting Currently old. with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. I mean, you're not interested to see that. You're not interested in the Timberwolves, what they're going to be like this oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, they're yeah, going to... Yeah. Uh, that's going to be interesting. It's just an interesting compiling of talent, I think. <laughs> I'm with D'Angelo. I think it's interesting. I don't know if it's going to work, though, because just, you know... Wiggins doesn't do anything besides score. You got Jimmy Butler. He's Butt- about to get paid so much. I don't, yeah, I mean, I he's athletic. That. And he can play D when he wants to play D. I think he's going to turn into be a very good defender. But offensively, I just don't know how they're going to share the ball, really. I mean, I think Teague actually fits in very nice. I'm glad they didn't get a shoot first point guard. Teague can score if he wants to, but he also Spot looks... Guy, yeah, yeah he, he doesn't mind passing the ball. I think he's going to fit them very nicely. But between Butler, Towns... And um, Wiggins, it's just the Golden well, State mindset. I feel like more but, teams are trying to. Tom Thibodeau is not the coach for that, but I'll say that True. I think um, what what I think will work is the fact that when Jimmy Butler got traded, he was like, "I don't need to be the star anymore. I got that experience. I'm fine." Like I think that means he's going to be okay with his numbers coming down, I, which I think is just going to be necessary. It ha- but it has to come way down. I mean. Him no, or Wiggins, are Wiggins is going to be the number three guy for sure. But I don't think Wiggins has that personality to be the number three guy because, like mm. I said, all he does on the offensive end is really shoot the ball. He doesn't really get boards. He doesn't mm. really pass the ball. He doesn't create for others. It's just I'm going to take so and so many shots, and that's is what it is, and that can lead to some dysfunction on the offensive end, especially when you have Jimmy Butler now who can score. You have Carl Anthony Towns who can score. It, it's, it's a lot of mouths to feed, and then they got Taj Gibson, which I don't understand because Towns is uh, outside there for kind of his defense. Right, but the now right he's going to clog the lane a little bit. It's I don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't like. I don't like what they did at all. But I could be wrong. They have talent. We'll they see. are more talented than they were last yeah. year. I, yeah, I think. I think they're very overrated. I think okay. they're very overrated. We'll see. Now. Interesting. Yeah. Well, back to the point. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Crawford's sponsored oh, that's how pro-am. That's how yeah, got that's there. how he got oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, they will be versus, playing Drew yeah. League versus the Seattle Pro-am August second at Southwest College. Who's in that league? Other than Jamal Crawford, um, probably Nate Robinson. Right, I'm not sure. There's Nate. a couple of yeah. other. Um, Players that were from Seattle, maybe um, Terrence Williams. I think he was in the league for a short period of time. He's also from the area, yeah, and um, a couple of others. And do we know players. which Drew League team is competing against him yet? I'm not, not yet. sure yet what the compilation will be. I guess maybe cool we'll though. find out this weekend. But yeah. that's a cool little look. Another way to get up close and personal with NBA stars and local right. pros. So know. now, so now going into this weekend, we have four teams left. Right? Um, Which is the final week of the regular this season. This is the final the week start. of the regular season. I thought teams. the playoffs started last week. They said one versus eight. No. Jeez. This is the final week oh, of the Oh, last week 10. was one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So final week of the regular season, and then it's eight teams making the playoffs. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of the nice. And get, we know get, get LA your, Unified. Is, right. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. LA Unified, Panthers, um, hometown favorites are up in there. Right. I'm BB4L, sure. are they? Yeah, BB4L, yeah, they, they've the been cars, on a tear. Yeah. Yeah, we'll um, I'm not sure if Keon's team, I have to check. Happy birthday, Keon, yesterday. That's right, shout out to Keon Kenner, the mm. gatekeeper of Los gatekeeper Angeles basketball. He um, always blesses us with a lot of information yeah. and stuff coming through. So, let's move over to NBA news. Okay. Let's talk about number two. Not wanting to be number two anymore. Oh, poor Kyrie. Cavs drama. There's so many layers to this. There's so many things to unpack. Kind of open discussion. I'll let you take the floor, Josh, because I know that you have an opinion on everything that's going on. (laughs) I know I have an opinion, being as Kyrie's mentor and go-to kind of ears, Kobe Bryant, even though Kobe says he's over there making short videos and investing. He's not into this, but... I think Kyrie's sick of being 
in the shadows of LeBron James. You know, he's one of the best players in the league, top 15 probably, and I think he wants his own team to prove to people that, hey, I'm one of the best players in the league too. It's not just LeBron. He did hit the game-winning shot in the NBA Finals two years ago, and I think it's bothering him that a lot of people just want to talk about the block, you know, or like LeBron carry that team. I mean, Kyrie did his part as well. So I think he's frustrated in that aspect. Um, it's coming out from his camp that he's also frustrated with the lack of stability in the Cavaliers' front office. But at the same time, if you have a team that's guaranteed to go to the NBA Finals, you stick it out. But I, I think, um, I'm not sure if you heard Richard Jefferson on yeah. his road trip yeah, and podcast right. yeah. made some excellent points. And also, there's been some excellent points about LeBron. LeBron set up this model. Kevin Durant mentioned it when he was discussing his move to the Warriors, where players are trying to be a little bit more in control of their own destiny. Yeah. In free so, agency. In free agency. But for Kyrie, should Kyrie wait to see what LeBron's going to do before too. he sort of directs his future? When you have a one-way ticket to the NBA Finals, I think so. That's obviously not his top priority anymore. But I mean, I mean, he's been to the finals. Because you don't need that team if he's been to the finals what three straight times. He didn't play the first year. He has a ring now. He's been an All Star consistently. And to the point of Richard saying, his the team has been so unstable since he came in. He came on after LeBron left as the number one team. The pieces around him were, you know, they languished in the bottom. Then there was the power struggle when LeBron came back of. Whose team is it really? And it Kyrie, was no power struggle. He made it. He thought it was a power struggle. But I mean, in the tradition of Kobe and Shaq, Kobe and Penny, it's not the same thing. It's similar, <laughs> though. Well, I mean, the, Don't you think it's yeah, similar? I, it is, but here, there's two variables. One, the NBA loses from the situation if Kyrie Irving gets traded because the East is just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what is there to look forward to in the finals, the NBA finals? Um, they the have other, Derek Rose. Anyway, so that's, <laughs> that's a former MVP, and he did okay for the Knicks once he got Darren there. Williams used to be the best point guard of the NBA. Yeah, pass does not matter. <laughs> yeah, agree. great point, great point. All right, moving on. The other, and then the other losing situation is that Kyrie, you want to be the best player, right? You want to go to another team. You're going to go to another team, you're going to realize that situations like that that you were in are are very unique. The fact that you have a pay, like Damian Lillard said it, who doesn't want to go to the finals every year? So you'll be the star guy, but any team that you request is not going to be as good of a situation as that. You don't understand how much pressure LeBron took off of you, like from those. But he does. But here's the thing. But he does understand because he played for how many years before LeBron got there? It doesn't mean he understands because if he understood, he wouldn't want to go anywhere. That's not true. At a certain point, I mean, if that's the case, then Kobe and Shaq should have never wanted to separate. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. It was ridiculous that they did. How do you know how many more championships they won? But but sometimes, I agree. They say that. They broke up my dynasty, and they say that now. But the point is, sometimes in order for a player to grow as a player, he has to go out from under the shadow. Think about how much disrespect Scottie Pippen receives. Right, one of the top fifty players because he stayed so long with Jordan. People think Jordan carried him, and they don't understand. Well, Jordan never um, made it too far. I mean, did he make it past Detroit before Pippen got there? No, 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 So no. I, I mean, you know what I'm and saying. And then on top of that, uh, when Jordan left and retired, the Bulls only won two fewer games without Jordan. People forget that too. Like they, they were just as good the next season. Lost to seven to the Knicks, who eventually went to the. NBA Finals, they could have easily won Game 7 if it wasn't for a blown call by one of the referees. And I'm a Nick fan, and I'm telling you that. So they could have won that series. Yeah. The, the Bulls were just as good. But I get what you're saying. I, I don't think Kyrie's at that level, though. I, I, I think I if, if you give yet, Kyrie no. a team, I Agreed. don't think it... 
In the West, he's not making the playoffs. In the East, maybe. I'm a Knicks fan. Not even with his choices. He picks San Antonio, San Antonio Miami. Right. Um, the Knicks, that's just hometown love. That's just to be home. And I don't know why he would want to go in dysfunction. But Melo stays and Christophus Porzingis. And I, I don't think that he wants to go if there Mello, with Melo. Melo stays and Kyrie comes, that's a disaster. It has. I think so, I think so yeah. too. Yes. Yes. Cause, cause it's because it's almost the same thing, and so it's an ego bash yeah. in the same way. You yeah, know? It, it'd be it'd be bad. I think him and K- KP could coexist, but Kyrie has to change his mindset, and I'm worried that his mindset is I got to prove this, I got to prove that, and he's going to come out taking 28 shots a game, not worry about his other teammates. Yeah. I mean, that was why why LeBron and Kyrie clashed at first because during the first couple months of the season, during their first season together, Kyrie wasn't making plays for other people. There were games where he literally had zero assist. How are you a point guard? And had zero assists. You should run into assist by accident as and a point that, And guard. that's part of it. That's still a problem with his game, I would say. Right. That he, he's, he's a shoot-first point guard. Right. And I, I don't know if that could be an alpha on a team. Like and he, he doesn't... top guy. And he doesn't realize that LeBron makes his job easier because LeBron gets everyone else involved. He does what Kyrie's supposed to do, and then he goes, here, Kyrie, you do what you, you do. So he does Kyrie's Close. job for him, and then let, lets Kyrie do does whatever he wants. It's crazy that like, Kyrie doesn't realize that. That LeBron maybe, is literally his perfect teammate. Maybe he, he does, but he just... he You know, this ego thing. He just wants to be the top exactly. guy from now on. And I, I, I do understand... The aspect of it's just annoying to have LeBron be like, you know, I don't know what he's going to do. He could be gone. I, that I can see that as frustrating, but I will wait three years. I, I will wait till I get to free agency and I can pick my team. Not a request a trade where you're not going to go where you want to go. Look at Paul George's situation. I mean, but Paul George is not necessarily in a bad situation. He's in a one-year rental. He could have been in Indiana. He's in OKC for a year. They're definitely more than likely. I shouldn't say definitely. More than likely, they'll end up in the playoffs, and they might might be the same type of run he would have had with the Pacers. And yeah. then he gets to make his choice with who, wherever he wants to go, whether he wants to stay and sign with OKC and exercise his bird rights or come to the Lakers or go wherever. Lakers. So Paul George, Lonzo Ball, and LeBron next summer? Oh, 18? It's That's possible. what we're talking about? It's possible. it's possible. It's possible. Also, winners, the Wizards could make the finals. They I'm could. Happy. I mean, shout out to John we'll Wall signing his extension. We'll <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, there is also a rumor of possibly talks of maybe the Celtics and Cavs switching out and sending Kyrie to the Celtics for, for Isaiah Thomas and maybe Jay Crowder or something like that. How, how are you feeling about something like that? I'm already worried about how Isaiah Thomas is going to coexist with Gordon Hayward and now um, Jason Tatum. Now, I can't imagine Kyrie because Tatum needs the ball consistently if, for him to do what he does. Gordon doesn't necessarily need the ball, but he's also a star that you kind of have to feed. Mm-hmm. So... I don't think Isaiah is going to... I think Isaiah is going to take a step back next year. And I think if you add Kyrie instead of Isaiah, it might be a slight upgrade, but it still might cause some friction because Brad Stevens is the type of coach who likes to run set offenses. He likes to have, you know, movement in his offense, and I don't think Kyrie fits that. He, Kyrie can... There's certain... <laughs> so a certain amount I of offenses Miami that Kyrie can I think Miami is the best... Dest- I mean, Spurs, you know, yeah. are the Spurs. Yeah, but, but, but I think... But Deion Waiters is there, and they hate each other. Oh. Oh, Deion Waiters would be part of that trade. If it happened, which is that, weird because Deion Waiters hates LeBron too. Yeah. So. Okay, so yeah. fair point by maybe DSL. a third team will get involved. I, yeah, at that, that. That's, there's no trade situation where I see it really makes sense that he'll be competing still. He, he'll, and then I, I really doubt that the Cavs will trade him to the Celtics. Yeah, off of just right. some petty stuff, but right. we'll see. It, I hope he gets traded. It'll be fun to watch wherever that happens. Uh, I th- I still think he's going to start the season with the Cavs. You think so? And yeah, that they'll kind of see what happens. I'm I with mean. You. The GM that um, has just been hired, he it was the assistant GM. Yeah. I believe his name is Kobe. So he's yeah. kind of in a win-win situation for someone like himself just because he's been with the franchise, so he has a bit of the history on his side. 
if the team blow like does well, makes it back to the finals and makes it through. He looks like a genius for holding it together. If it falls apart, well, there's a specter of LeBron leaving, Kyrie, blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, there are not too many high expectations for him, whereas with someone else it might stain them further. So yeah. I think he just kind of has to play this one out. Yeah, I'm it, with you on that. It was interesting hearing Chauncey Billups talk about that after everything afterwards, like why he didn't take the position and that he felt murmurs. Like, not that he said he knew Kyrie was going to leave, but like he just he felt the unsta- instability of the situation. Um, that, I mean, obviously, there's probably a lot of reasons why he didn't get the position, but it was interesting. Well, no, I that. mean, they lowballed him too. Yeah, so. That too. So. <laughs> and Kobe Altman, I just looked it up. Yeah. Kobe Altman, okay. Shout out to you, Kobe Altman. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on your promotion. Difficult brother. role, but you yeah, know, it's... you kind of have a better view vantage point than maybe someone else coming in off the street. Yeah. Hopefully he has a relationship with LeBron. What an offseason has been. It's been very fun and eventful. Uh, NBA offseason never disappoints. I've, it, I've really enjoyed exciting. it. Exciting. Yeah. So let's continue talking a little bit about player development and things. We mentioned his name. The Lakers, Lonzo Ball. Obviously Is he playing in a Drew this, league, uh, this, this year? He has. I'm wondering if he's going to come down. I'm surprised he hasn't come down. Now that summer league's over. Well, he's hurt, things, right? Didn't he hurt himself? Uh, they well, they said a little calf strain. I don't think. I mean, they could have, but. Uh, I mean, LaMelo could play, and he could at least come to the sideline. It LaMelo. Is... <laughs> I'm just shouting out all the What's ball. the middle brother? What's the middle LaAngelo, yeah. D'Angelo. Let's take the D'Angelo. LaMelo. Out, the... You know. He, I mean, they have high schoolers. There. I mean, Marvin Bagley killed off. Remember we saw Marvin Bagley? Yeah, yeah he's, he's going to be really He's good. unreal. And there's talk that he was thinking about uh, yes. foregoing his senior year and going straight to college. Because when we we watched him, and I'm like, wow, he's, yeah, he's like grown man. putting it to, giving it to DeRozan, man. He was, I wouldn't say killing DeRozan, but he looked like he can go it toe-to-toe nice. with one of the best pros in the league. We have an interview with him next week coming up. We'll drop Shout that for you. We'll drop that. <laughs> but for the Lakers, um, obviously Julius Randle has been in the um, weight room. He's put on some good weight, so yeah. he looks like he's going to you know, be able to defend a little better. You don't want to put on too much weight because that definitely affects your jump shot. That's good. He looks good. Um, he was, you know, player of the week for week nine at the Drew League. So I know we've talked about this to death, but what are your thoughts for the Lakers next season? What are your thoughts? Do you, what about Gosh. the development? Um, Do you think that they'll gel any? I don't really think they're looking to gel. I think that it's kind of like a tryout year. It's like, all right, who's going to fit into what our future plans are going to be? I think they really want to see Lonzo develop, see how he can, you know, perform against elite competition. You know, the West has a bunch of point guards Every night, you're going to say like Damian Lillard, Steph Curry. So it's going to be a test for Lonzo. Um, I think players like Julius, Larry Nance are going to see, all right, are they worth keeping? If not, let's ship Jordan them. Clarkson. Yeah, those yeah. type players. So I don't, I don't really think the Lakers are necessarily looking to win games. I just think they're looking for these right lineups and chemistry. Like, you might see 15, 20 different starting lineups just to see who can play with who. The Contavious Caldwell Pope sound is really good, too, because it's like when your contract, if he works out, you know, he's an asset for, for right. middle of the season to trade or, like, anything like that, I think. I think they've made some really good decisions, but it's all contingent upon Lonzo Ball being an adequate point guard. Same with Brooke Lopez. One year. Yeah. That's a tryout. It's, it's one big tryout. That, that's what it seems like to me. You know what's interesting? Um, Lakers always have a high season ticket um, renewal rate, but it's gone up since Lonzo's Summer League oh, yeah. appearance. Oh, yeah. We also know that ratings obviously went up for Summer League. I mean, ESPN is showing Summer League games. Shoot, I was tuning in to see, yeah. yeah, to see what he's doing, and his play. His, the players seem to like playing with him, and he likes feeding them. So I'm excited to see kind of what shakes out. He's a phenomenal passer, phenomenal. Yeah, well, like, actually, unreal. 
we'll, maybe we'll run that too. But we, I, I got to talk to uh, Corey Brewer at one of the red carpets, and we were, I was talking to him about it, and he sounded excited about it too. We so. absolutely need to talk yeah, about it. Corey will. Brewer came over from the Houston. Wait. He's been everywhere. He's been, he's we, been everywhere. He okay. signed with them in the middle of the... I think he's part of the Louisville trade, actually. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay, that's what it is. So, yeah. Then, yeah, he and he was talking about, man, I've just been working on my jumper because I know I'm going to get a lot of open looks. So that gives a lot of perspective on the guys, the teammates, and what Lonzo Ball affects them. So, yeah, so definitely we're going to run that for you next week. So any other NBA news, guys? Not really. I mean, that's a lot for the whole yeah. season, to be honest I know, right? <laughs> we didn't even talk about Kevin Durant popping off on Twitter oh, yesterday. Yeah, Here's the thing about KD... I need him to talk to Draymond about his comebacks and his comment clapping. He goes back and forth too much. He gives him a little too much energy. You hit him with a one-liner and and keep it moving. That's why he's a cupcake. I love you, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) No comment on that. Yeah, that Draymond one was ugly. But, um, yeah, Katie. You know. That's all. Yeah, Draymond <laughs> kind of got smacked by Conor McGregor this Twice. weekend. Twice because he wasn't aware. Backstory, in case you somehow missed it, Conor McGregor was watching, rocking a number 23 Warriors jersey, but not Draymond 23, C.J. Watson years ago, mm-hmm. number 23. And that was actually a jab at Floyd Mayweather because that's why Floyd went to jail, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because C.J. was calling hit one of his baby's moms. But anyway... Draymond tried to clap back on Instagram <laughs> I, and kind of got shut I've that is very good at trash talking. That he is like is. some very insightful A-level research type stuff. Now, I was right. That is like trolling on another oh, level. Oh, another level. And you Draymond know? fell right into it. He did. We're rolling with Floyd. We don't got no love for you. He's like, some, look. Sometimes you, got, you take L sometimes. Yeah. I dribble heads off L. the floor. I don't yeah. care about basketball. Yeah, Everybody a, takes an L. Yeah. So. a heavy L. Except for us. We don't take any L's here at AfterBuzz. We're on point you are too week 10 at the drew league coming up this weekend make sure you're back with us next week because we have a bunch of interviews for you and we'll see what other pros show up this weekend at the drew league and looking forward to the playoffs yes yes yeah and more pros i want james harden to stick around i want to see DeRozan. i want to see harden i want to see drummond i want to see everybody so i hope I they mean, stay I, and then maybe some surprise appearances there's always some surprise yeah. appearances so i look forward to that well I'm Jill Monroe. You can follow me everywhere at Stiletto Jill. Josh, once again, where can they find you? You can follow me everywhere at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, Venmo. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Venmo. Hey, Venmo. Send money. Send money. Yes. We accept tips. Yes. No, I'm just playing. Yes, we do. Uh, you can hit me up at Twitter. On D- I'm D'Angelo TV and at, on Instagram at D'Angelo we out, right? We out. Make sure uh, that you give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Five stars if you're listening to this on iTunes. Head us back here next week for Drew League Weekly. Thanks for checking us out, guys. Deuces. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.